You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? This is the Talking the Star podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesy, joined by my co-host tonight, Cole Patterson. Dalton Miller not with us as he was like on an engagement trip or something, something stupid. So hopefully he has the worst time ever. But we had to get a fill-in. Um, we had to get two fill-ins, actually, uh, for the show today because Dalton wasn't with us. You know, me and Cole just hate each other so much. We, we, we can't stand each other. So we brought in two people to really help, you know, carry this podcast along. And it is, we, we teased it a little bit in previous weeks. I think we might have skipped the week when it was supposed to be. But nonetheless, Brent Urban and Kate Urban are going to be on the podcast with us shortly to talk about Dallas, talk about football, talk about food, talk about the UVA Wahoos. We're going to cover a lot of different things with those guys when they get on. Um, we're I, I think Brent Urban was, I think we, me and you, Cole, did a, podcast episode on like most exciting free agent acquisitions yeah. at one point I think both of us said Brent Urban I think I went in a different direction because you had went first and said Brent Urban and talked about his impact mm-hmm. um but I'm excited to have him on because I know Kate's been a big uh Cowboys Twitter um they seem to love her uh she's been great yeah, on Twitter, so pretty popular yeah, so popular on Cowboys Twitter, Brent. Um, you know, is his. I think the good thing about Brent so far that we've seen in training camp and preseason is people who I don't want to say don't understand or don't get football might be like, "Where's Brent Urban been?" But when you watch everything, you see everything. Like Brent Urban's been everything they've wanted him to be. You can see, in my opinion, the difference in the run defense even in these preseason games with guys like Brent Brent Urban and Quentin Bohan and those type of guys in there. So I think he's going to have a huge impact uh, on this season, and I'm I'm really looking forward to talking to them. But uh, what do you got, man? You ready for him? Yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. Just get his perspective on the Cowboys, uh, Dan Quinn. You know, kind of missing the young players on the on the defense like Quentin Bohan. I see how he's uh, gelling with the team. Uh, uh, what it's like being in a locker room with Zach Prescott. You know, he's been around the league for a while, so I'm interested to get his perspective on that. Um, and, you know, he's lived in some cities like Nashville. He's been in, uh, in Chicago. So I'm curious what uh, what the food scene like is for him here in Dallas, if he's enjoying it, what, what he's been able to try and things of that. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I'm excited to, to uh, watch him play this season. I do think he's a pretty underrated pickup. You know, he's not really a household name. Um, for a lot of people, but he's going to be a solid addition to this defense. I know you were really high on him. Don was really high on him when we signed him back in uh, free agency. So, yeah, like you said, um, Kate's very popular uh, within, within <laughs> Cowboys Twitter. 
So, you know, kind of gives us another voice to hear from as well, another perspective, um, which I think is pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to the two of them and uh, just hear what they have to say about Dallas and the Cowboys. Yeah, and there's just there's so much to talk about right now. You know, obviously mm-hmm. you, you mentioned some of the Dak, you know, him as a leader and all that. But, I mean, just like navigating COVID right now, you know, maybe we can talk a little bit about, like, vaccination stuff to see if he'll give us some, you know, tidbits on that. So, like, there's just so much to talk about with, with what's going on in the league. Today was, you know, this is obviously being recorded on Tuesday, so this was cut down day. Um so, you know, maybe get yeah. his thoughts on that and, and you know, just, just there's so much to talk about with the season quickly approaching everything that's going on outside of football. So we're pumped to talk with him. Um, you know, I I know I know you were excited to maybe get some thoughts on this, but like he's played with so many good players. He's played with Khalil Mack, mm-hmm. Terrell Suggs, I mean, an all time great, you know, played some good guys at Tennessee. He's obviously spending some time with Demarcus Lawrence and those type of guys. So he's played with some of the premier pass rushers over the last oh, yeah decade or two of the the year you know of the of the career so I'm interested to see kind of what he's got to say about Dan Quinn um that's probably the most important thing honestly uh that I can't wait to get into on the show is just get him to dive into Dan Quinn the scheme they're going to run what he you know how they're going to do things because I mean again is is I guess excited as we can say we are about this defense we still aren't sure what it's going to look like we aren't sure I mean we've seen for years you know them try to make you know, Randy Gregory play the run at, on downs one through three. We've seen them try to, you know, make Jalen Smith cover. Like, is that something that's mm-hmm. going to change with Dan Quinn? I feel like he might give us some info on that and and really open up the eyes of what this defense could look like this year. So we're excited to have them guys on, and we'll uh, we'll get to them right now. Tonight we're joined by Brent and Kate Urban, uh, a new addition to the Cowboys, a new addition to Cowboys Twitter for Kate. Uh, I know we're excited to have – both of them on. I know you guys listening have been excited to have both of them on because we've kind of been teasing this for a while, but we're officially on the show with them. Excited to have you guys on. How are you guys doing today? Great, man. Great. How are you I guys doing? We're hanging in there. I know today is a tough day for guys in the NFL, even if you know you know you got a spot on the roster. You know that's not a issue, but roster cut down day, I'm sure, is hard for any NFL player because your friends are lo- you know, losing that opportunity to, to make the 53-man roster, but obviously you uh, you did make the 53-man roster. You're going to play a big part on the team this year, but take us through just this whole offseason. I mean, training camp, you're on a new team. Like, you start off trying to having to earn your place. How does that how does that work for for a veteran like yourself coming into a new team with a lot of young players, new defensive coordinator? Just walk us through the whole process of how do I get on the field and how do I impress the coaches and front office members? Yeah, I think there's – it kind of depends, like, which way you come in. You know what I mean? I think, um, like, last year was Chicago. Um, I signed a minimum deal. I got cut halfway through the season before, and I really had to prove myself, you know, right. prove my worth, whatever, all that kind of stuff. And then last camp, like, I was fighting for a job. You know, it's, it's kind of different when you're in that scenario where you're just like, I need to make plays, like, I need right. to – just show them to keep me type of thing. And then, you know, thankfully I had a good year last year and, you know, there's a bunch of teams that wanted me type of thing. And that's kind of a different scenario where I got to pick where I think is the best opportunity for me to shine, you know, whatever the case may be. And um, just talking with Dan Quinn, man, he was, he was such a cool guy. He had such a clear vision of kind of what I would bring to this team and where I fit in. Like there was no like, hmm, like I wonder like, you know, with this right. crowded D-line where I fit in, 
he was just very clear and to the point and, you know, he's just a cool dude. He's a guy you want to play for. And I was just really excited to come in. And um, as soon as I came in, man, my role is my role. Like I'm a big base end. I play three, four, I'm head up on the offensive tackle or the tight end and kind of just knock them back and help, you know, linebackers flow and guys make plays. So um, since I came in, it's been a smooth transition, honestly, you know, I think this is the first time in my career where, I've been relied upon to be a leader more so. And that's kind right. of changed where this is by far the youngest team I've been a part of. And um, I think that that side of like my game was kind of lacking just because I've been kind of younger, like a mid-range guy, whatever. Um, so that's been different tr- trying to, you know, just absolutely quickly like implant myself as being like a guy you should listen to or I'm trying to help out the guys was kind of different for me. Um but everybody's been so cool and receptive. All the young guys have, you know, they're like high character dudes, just good dudes. Like right. I'm not worried about like they're gonna be like, you know, screw this guy. Like he's coming in here, you know, saying whatever. So um, it's been nice, man. I think just the culture that Coach McCarthy's built, and you know, Dan Quinn just makes you want to play for him. So we've kind of just connected as a brotherhood through OTAs and camp, and now heading through the season, man. It's been a been a fun fun ride so far and I think it's made the transition so much smoother where everybody's right. on the same page and I kind of know what to expect coming in um you know it's, it's been awesome man I'm, I'm really excited for this season I want to get back to some of the stuff you touched on in a second but Kate how much did you have in deciding where you guys went to because obviously that's got that's got to be a family discussion you know like you know you're not you're not you're not you know if it's buffalo in the middle of the winter or California, Dallas. I know the. I know somebody involved, whether it's the wife, the kids, are like, I'm not going there, so you can go there. I have I'm absolutely no say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it's, <laughs> it's oh. like it's like Brent Asian calls him and is like, hey, these are you know some of the deals. Um, you know, think it over. Call me back. And Brent's just like, all right, pacing around a little bit. Maybe thinks about calling his dad, but I'm like right there. I'm like, you know, I sort of feel like I'm more along for the ride. Um, but this one was actually funny because Dan actually called Brent like a few times while we were kind of like sitting on some of these deals. Right. And he actually ended up using, he went to my college. <laughs> and so okay, he, brought, yeah, he actually brought that up, which was so funny. And so that kind of was like, you know. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Like no one's ever brought me up, right? No one's been like, no one's been like, oh yeah, we'd really love to have you in Chicago, and then like mentioned me. And so it was funny because he was like, yeah, you know, I I did go to the college your wife went to. I was like, how did what? How does he know where I went See? to school? He's a smart dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 that's the deciding factor. You're like, all right, you know, he's in, he's putting some time in, digging through the the background. So that's that's cool. Yeah, I mean. My wife would murder me if I was just like, hey, we're moving to Dallas. Well, she actually would like Dallas. But if it was like Detroit or just horrible weather or something, she'd be like, yeah, you're not going to We've been lucky, yeah. man, to be in, like, nice cities. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, everywhere we've been has kind of been, you know, Baltimore, Nashville, Chicago, Dallas. They're all solid cities. So there hasn't been, like, the worry of, like, right. we're in the middle of nowhere. Like, I'm going <laughs> to be in this house type of thing. So. Yeah. Thankfully, that's, I guess, you know. So So you said a few things in our initial starting point where you're kind of talking about, like, the leadership, the cohesion of everything. 
someone who's been covering and following the team for a while, like, I feel like that's something that's been lacking from a consistency standpoint from year to year. Like, there's some years where it just feels like 2016, like, the defense wasn't expected to be good, but they played above their expectation because I feel like everybody was playing as a unit. It wasn't a me, me, me thing. And, I mean, you know more than anybody, that can be a thing in the NFL. You know, guys who aren't there, they're there to, you know, see their next contract or make their plays and not worry about the other the other guys behind them. Um, but it's good to hear that because with so many young guys, you, you don't really know. Like a guy like Osa, a guy like Chauncey Golson, who's, you know, hopefully going to be on the field. Obviously Michael Parsons, like you want those guys to be all about the team and not about how can I impress this person, this person, this coach, this coach, the media, whatever it is. So it's, it's great to hear that it seems like everybody's just super receptive and, and ready to kind of contribute on that team level basis. For sure, man. I think like a big part of that too is like, just when you're young like that, you're kind of a little more like moldable as far as like mindset right. and stuff like that. So it helps to have, you know, like a guy like Dan Quinn when you're coming in and he's like, this is what we expect from you. Like, this is what we're doing. Like, this is my vision for this defense. And like, you just keep building that through all our time together. So it's been great so far. I think they've done a good job as well as kind of like reinforcing like the emphasis of like what we're trying to get done. Gotcha. Yeah. Now I got one more thing and then I'll pass it to, to uh, Cole. I know he's got some, sure. some stuff for you as well, but um, you talked a little bit about as well, like, you know, the base in three, four, it's kind of like up in the air, what's going to be ran in Dallas. I know it'll be a mixture of, you know, uh, just a base four, three defense. And then you'll be in nickel probably a lot with two linebackers on the field. So like, what do you envision is this defense's best defense? Like, if that makes sense, like, where do you see, where this defense can ex- succeed. I mean, I know it's based on what the offense puts on the field, personnel, the offenses play, but what's your best, you know, feel for where this defense can succeed, meet its, you know, potential? I think, like, one of the most interesting, interesting things about, like, how they constructed our defense is just, like, the great, like, variance in body types at each position. So we kind of have a little bit of everything, man, where, like, it's very specific roles for certain guys. And so, like, whether we're playing base defense, nickel, you know, it's dime, it's the end of the game, two minute, like, you know, anything like that, we kind of just have the guys for the job. And I think this is the most, like, complete defense I've been on. You know, like, sometimes there's just, like, a D-line and they're all lean body types, just get up the field, like Rod Marinelli defense. Or it's, like – when I was in Baltimore, my first couple of years, where we we're just like big Bosses, dudes, yeah. like yeah, like you're not running in base defense. You know, it's kind of we. I feel like we have the best of both worlds. Where I'm really excited to see like that change, where it's like it doesn't matter if it's base or sub. Like we have guys for like the exact situation or like right exactly what the offense is trying to do. You know, are they going to go big people and you know do play action shots or are they going to go in nickel and spread us out and run the ball? It's like we kind of have the guys for each of that, those jobs. And that's kind of what I'm most excited to see like play out. Yeah. And last thing, and I'll pass it to Cole, like that, what you just described is kind of the vision that I had after the draft, after free agency. It's like, you know, you got your Randy Gregory's and Terrell Basham's that can rush the passer on third downs, but realistically early downs, you know, you, Carlos Watkins, Demarcus Lawrence, Chauncey Golson, like guys like that, the bigger, longer, more physical, like you're not going to run the ball on us. And, you probably know it's been a issue in Dallas for a while as teams ran the ball on Dallas. That was kind of the vision. So it's like you got the big, sturdy, you know, two-gap, 
hold your ground type of guys with the fast linebackers behind them to get to the float of the football, make the plays. And then you also got your pass rushers on third down. So I feel like they did kind of, like you said, compliment, you know, both, both sides of things pretty well this off season. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. Like I said, like the roster construction is kind of the most complete I've been around. So I'm right. excited to see how it plays out, man. I don't think there's like one particular strength. It's like we kind of grab all our bases covered. So. Right. Amen. All right, Cole, I talked for too long. You can go now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did talk for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. But, yeah, you talked about the uh, versatility along the defensive line and everything. What is a defensive line coach uh, Zerde like? What, what is he like as a person? What is he like uh, in practice and, and in games? He's awesome, man. He's a He's a great motivator of men, like, first of all, man. Like, similar with Quinn, he uh, he's a guy you just want to play for. Um, he's really down to earth. He kind of, he's kind of like one of us, you know, he feels like one of the players, like he played and, um, he's still a young guy and, you know, he's kind of, he's just a lot of fun to be around, honestly. So it's, we have a loose room, but at the same time, like it's kind of instilling that mindset of knowing when to go and, you know, when to kind of like let us relax and then when to really like get us pumped up and, you know, ready to have a good day of practice and that type of thing. So he's been great, man. Um, just the kind of culture he's building the defensive room has helped kind of the younger guys understand like, you know, what's going on and, you know, what's needed from them and all that kind of stuff. So you can kind of see like Dan Quinn's influence on him um, that way. And yeah, it's just been great, man. He's a good dude and he knows his football too. So I think I've really liked what he's done so far with us and um, definitely an approachable, um, just one of us you want to play for him. Yeah, yeah, they shared like a scene of him and I guess all of you guys in the D line room in Hard Knocks. Uh, so I got to ask, what has it been like with all the cameras around and you know being featured on Hard Knocks? Uh, what's it been like? It's like in our in our meeting rooms, it's like the most like low key where there's like this crazy like high tech camera in the corner that like is constantly moving, like you don't know what it's capturing. So you're just like yeah. we'll forget about that at times, but. Um, I'd say, like, the most annoying part is, like, we'll be, like, at practice or, like, on the sidelines, and you'll, like, see, like, the boom mic, like, creep over your head, and you're, like, <laughs> uh, like, we're trying to, like, just talk or, like, shoot the shit or whatever, yeah. and it's just, like, the boom mic pops over, so, I mean, it's a cool show, it's a show I've always enjoyed to watch, right. like, get it, um, but at the same time, it is, like, slightly annoying and invasive. But, you Brent, know, you kind Brent's, of, like, yeah. so private. I remember he called me, like, one of the first weeks <laughs> in Oxford. And I, I was like, more so, like, have you have you seen the cameras around? He's like, yeah, they're everywhere. He's like, I was walking with Zeke, and all of a sudden I saw, like, cameras, and I just booked it. Like, he just avoided cameras. There's, like, all times, all yeah, there's times, there's definitely times where I'm just, like, I'm going to just, gonna like, go over it. here. Like, I don't need to, like, be on. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not that type of guy who really cares about being on TV right, and right. all that kind of stuff. So there's definitely been times where I've, like, made a little escape where I'm, like, I don't want to. Like, that, that's how I am, too. I, I know, like, I know Zeke eats up that. Like, every time they put the camera on him, he's probably, like, this is this is what I live for. And then I'm the exact opposite. I'm like, I'm just going to go over here and look like I'm doing something productive. So, right. Yeah. <laughs> There's certain guys they want to, you know, yeah. have a personality and want to be doing all that kind of stuff. And, you know, that's for them. So. Did, uh, did, did, I think they did it this year. I know they didn't do it last year because of COVID, but did they bring everybody's families out during training camp for Oxnard? They like, they allowed us to bring our families type of thing, but right. it wasn't like a uh, for sure. To, I know like, 
Kay was like, no, nah, I'm just, like, do your thing. Like, I'll, be, like, I'll see you in a month. <laughs> I was like, all right. Fine. I know. I feel so bad. Everyone's like, people will, like, tweet at me and be like, will we see you at practice today? And I'm like, oh, uh, not today. Like, I guess I've played long enough where she, like, just doesn't yeah. care. It's just, like, 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 practice. Like, I'm like, I love oh, you. Nice. I, right, know, I live with you. I'm going to be married to you forever. Dude. I've yeah. seen enough practices. That's like, how I am. When my wife, like, goes out of town for work, I'm like, see you. I'll see you back, you know. <laughs> I, I'm, this is the best week of my life. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah. do what I want, eat what I want. Like, this is there great. You go. Yeah. I know. I didn't have to eat, like, 3,000 calories a day with friend. I was like, what? This is crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Cole, do you got anything else? I know you got I more stuff. Say, we talked to, uh, you know. Yeah, I was just gonna say uh, we talked a little bit, I guess, before we start recording about the barbecue spots you've hit up. Um, so, kind of along those lines, um, how how do you guys like the city of Dallas? Have you adjusted to living in the city? Is there certain areas you like going out, maybe to the bars or certain restaurants? And how how, how do you like the you know the Dallas Fort Worth area? It's been great, man. Um, it's an it's an awesome city. Like we loved it right away. Um, just going out to eat, like, all the different, like, I didn't realize how, like, massive. Uh, ma- not only massive, but just, like, the all the different cultures and stuff. Right. It's a lot more diverse than I thought it would be, yeah. honestly, man. Very so, diverse. like, yeah. I'm a big fan of, like, Chinese, Japanese, Thai, all that, like, Korean food, all that kind of stuff. So, I, I noticed kind of in my food research, man, they got, like, absolutely everything. So, right away, I was like, all right, this is, like, I, like, I can dig this place for sure. So, um just we we tend to kind of like eat a lot in like plano and stuff like i said i like a lot of like the asian food like that um deep Ellum is like a cool spot we noticed a lot of good restaurants there um but still just trying a lot of new places and there's so much like variance in the quality of the restaurant scene is right is just really impressive here so i'm still in the research phase, we have a couple like go tos, but at this point, I've, I'm, there's like still so much to discover. I feel like, and that's like part of the fun of living in the city, and um, you know, has me excited to just continue to be here. Have you been to Nick and Sam's yet? No, that's like on my list. One of my buddies who who uh, used to live here was like, "You gotta go to Nick and Sam's." Yeah, <laughs> Nick and Sam's is great. Don't get me wrong, but you also just go there for the experience because it's kind of okay. like. It's like half of the restaurants like as fine dining as it gets, and then the other half of the restaurants just like a nightclub. Oh, you, really? You walk through like an open door, and it's like music bumping, lights like spinning, and then you walk through the other thing, and it's just like all these like gold sculptures and stuff. And I'm like, really? <laughs> but the food's great, and uh, that's that's probably my favorite place to go in Dallas is Nick and Sam's. Just for the experience, the food's great. The barbecue is obviously good in Dallas, too, so Pecan Lodge is, is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Kate, what do you like doing in Dallas? Because I know he's been at camp. He's got practice. you got a lot of time to yourself. Yeah, I do. Um, what do I like to do? Well, I work. I have a, I, uh, I work for Free People, which is like a retail uh, right. store. Um so I work like three or four days a week. So I just try to work as much as possible to stay busy. We actually bought a home um, and we've been doing like minor renovations. So I've been doing that. We're getting it prepped to be like a rental if we don't return. Um, but honestly, I just like literally live to eat. So whenever 
like the days go by of just waiting for Brent to come home so we can go eat, which is kind of sad, but that's kind of been my life since we met. <laughs> like you wake, you wake up and kind of, you kind of plan out your day with like how little I should eat for what we're going to eat for dinner. Smart. I mean, Smart. yeah, I'm like, gosh, what do I like to do? Literally all we do is eat. Are, are y'all into like, I mean, I know you're, I, I assume, Brent, you're into music pretty hard based on your sax celebrations. And I did see, I think my favorite clip of the offseason, I don't I don't know if you might have posted it, Kate, but there was a video. I think, like, Welcome to the Jungle was playing in the stadium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were just jamming. What, what, are you guys, like, big into music? Are you the only one big into music? What kind of music do you guys like? Um, yeah, we actually went to a show last night. Yeah, we went yeah. to, uh, you know who we saw? We went to the House of Blues and saw Gary Clark Jr. He's like a really good blues guitarist. Um, that was a lot of fun. I, I listen to like absolutely everything. Kate has like a kind of like broad musical taste as well. Um, yeah, like Brent, I'll I'll be like in the bedroom in our Nashville home and all of a sudden he'll like ask Siri to play like, like, Japanese jazz, <laughs> and I'll, I'll be like, "All right, like that's the vibe we're, we're going with today." <laughs> and then you'll hear him pull up after training, and it's like Young Thug blasting in his Tesla. So it's like it's like he is such a range of that's like space. But yeah, he loves going to anything live. Like he always wants to pull me to any shows. Yeah, I think with like COVID. With things more opened up now, right. and stuff, I'm definitely going to be looking to go to a lot more shows. Like, that's something we've kind of done right. in the past yeah. that we really enjoy. So, like I said, the concert last night was awesome. Dallas is just a great spot as far yeah. as, like, music goes, too. You've been in great cities for music, Net, You know, Net, obviously yeah. Tennessee, Chicago, mm-hmm. Dallas. So, that's Baltimore. I mean, I guess the music scene in Baltimore isn't jumping like it used to. But <laughs> my, my wife's from Baltimore, so I always just try to talk talk shit on Baltimore whenever I Oh, really? I'm from Baltimore. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's Are from you? Maryland. She's from just outside the city, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But, she, yeah, the music scene isn't really what it used to be. <laughs> and it's weird because, like, I used to listen to, like, a weird, like alternative music, and there's a lot of bands from Baltimore that were really good. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, like, for a while, like, the music that I was into, all the good bands came out of Baltimore. And now that music's kind of fallen off. And, I know, that's weird that you say that, because I grew up going to shows, like, just, like, any kind of show, whether it was, like, a basement show or something in Baltimore, and it was such, like, similar music taste. Like, I was into, like, alternative kind of, like, metal. Hardcore? Metal. Yeah, hardcore. There you go. We're talking about the same things here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's true, like, when we lived there, because I had gone to college and I graduated Met Brent, so I was like, I guess I'm staying in Baltimore. And I remember being like, yeah, it's just different. Like, the music scene isn't what it was when I was younger. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what happened. What was the- we, you know, it's funny. We actually lived by, what was that venue in uh, Harbor East? And we lived in this high-rise apartment together, like, his first I was just getting ready to ask what what the name of the – I mean, I'm sure you've been there. I can't remember what it was. What was Charms, it? Was it Charm School? Charm City? It was the one that's on the corner on the harbor. On the water. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't know. It's like sound stage or something. No. I don't know. No, but we, what's funny is we would just be like, we could see it from the apartment. So we would see all these shows and concerts. Yeah, that'd be sweet. You just yeah. like go outside and yeah. like it would be like, they'd be playing There's right there. There's like some good bands. Like Future Island is from Baltimore. Yeah. There's like not many though anymore. Not many that are like, yeah. yeah. Still good. Still cool. So, so 
you get in the car, what's the first three things both of y'all are playing? It's like, that's like so tough to say. It depends, man. Like a lot of like, when I'm playing, I'll listen to like a lot more like rock or like rap type of things. But like when I'm not, I'll be listening to like Japanese. Like I like, yeah, I've been listening to like a lot of like jazz lately, just like in my free time for whatever reason. Um, like I went out, I went out to the backyard the other day and I like couldn't see him initially. And he's like sitting out there with our dog playing fetch and he's playing like classical, like, literal like elevator music and I was like are you okay <laughs> I like piano heavy jazz yeah. right now yeah. it's like what I'll listen to I was like walking around Oxnard with my headphones like at all times like to meetings whatever listening to this like this P- uh this guy Bill Evans he's like a famous like jazz piano player and I was just like loving that for whatever reason so it dude it really depends like there's an Apple Music playlist, Worldwide Groove, I'll listen to a lot, and it'll be, like, crazy, like, Brazilian music. And it's, it's like, it's absolutely everything. And I just love it. I just like listening to different stuff, man, that I'm not, like, used to hearing. Do you guys like – I mean, I'm sure you do, but you guys dabble in the country music scene at all? So, like – like a little bit, a little bit. There's I, a, I, the reason I bring this up is because you guys are – we haven't had a guest on in a while, and our last guest was Co Wetzel, who's a country music artist in Dallas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so I was like – I was thinking about it. I was, I was like, last time we've had somebody on was him, and he's a big Cowboys fan, and oh, we man. had him on just to talk about music and Cowboys and everything. So I was, like, trying to put two and two together. But Like, we live in we live yeah. in Nashville, obviously, so there's, like, a ton of country. I like, like, the older country, like – Hank Williams, like Johnny Cash, right. like Willie Nelson, like that kind of stuff a little right. bit more. Like the popular country, I'm like so-so on. There'll be a couple right. songs I'll like, but it's not like I guess one of my go-tos. But yeah, like, again, like I listen to everything and kind of can appreciate like most genres. Right. Yeah. Cole, you got how much more? You got some more questions for him, then we'll get him out of here? Yeah, we don't want to take too much of your time or anything. <laughs> uh, okay. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> Y'all touched on it a little bit, but how, I have a couple friends in the Nashville area. What was it like uh, living out there in Nashville? Um, your experience it's, it's out there? Definitely, it was definitely different coming because we initially went there from Baltimore. So we lived in a row home in the Oof. city of Baltimore. And then all of a sudden we are, we are in Nashville and like, I'm, I mean, the first thing I noticed was everybody wants to help you out. And I, I'm like very, not, I don't know if I'm independent, but I was not used to having anyone help me out in Baltimore. So it was like, you go to the grocery store. Can I take your groceries to the car? Like opening doors. I, I was cleaning up debris in the front yard one day and a guy stopped and was like offering to help me. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, come on. <laughs> like everyone is way too nice here. Um, <laughs> But Nashville's just really pretty. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. There's so much to do outside. So that's why we still live there in the off season. So it's a really nice cool. break after a crazy season, whether it be physically or mentally. We're able to just kind of head home and do as much as we can. We live on a river. We go kayaking. We <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. And, like, the cost of living is great as well, like, similar right. to Dallas. I think, like, Dallas is, like, food seems a bit better, but – because of the cost of living, like, a lot of, like, really good up-and-coming chefs are, like, opening restaurants there. So the restaurant scene is, like, it's pretty it's re- very, yeah. very good. It's, like, also really Do fun. Do you eat a lot of hot chicken? Yeah, I mean, the hot chicken. Honestly, chi- we ate too much hot chicken in the beginning. You can't eat it that often. I love spicy <laughs> yeah. food, so, like, I'm all about it. Uh-huh, I'll go with, like, 
put myself through like yeah. torture yeah. and order the hottest one. <laughs> be like completely dragged <laughs> and just like uncomfortable for 24 hours. Yeah. But, awesome. <laughs> um, we also we also live near the Grand Opry, which is hilarious too because you get like okay. all like yeah. the like the crazy like like the old school like country tourists yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it, it's it's like a great place oh. to, like people watch too because yeah. like oh, it is old. Little middle aged like country fans, oh, and yeah. just, like having the time of their lives. Like it's such a, it's just a fun place to live. It also, is. literally any yeah. time you want to go out, you're guaranteed that the anywhere is going to be slammed because it's so Absolutely. popular, right? Yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. it's funny because if we, whenever we would have people visit and we'd go on Broadway, it was like. It's just absolutely insane. It's insane. Yeah, I, would, I went there for my bachelor party in June, and they had like opened up everything back up like the Wednesday oh, yeah. before we got there, and we were like, like I was like, it won't be that many people there, you know, COVID's popping off, and like we were all vaccinated, so like we're going, we'll beat the rush. No, no, definitely it, like, never there's there's <laughs> twenty thousand people, and the bartender's like, "This is the busiest Nashville's ever been." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, what's funny is I didn't have a bachelorette party when my uh, when Brent and I got married, and so I was like, "It's like funny." I was like, "God sent me to Nashville, so I can experience every bachelor and bachelorette party." And so, yep. like. <laughs> Like I didn't, I didn't have one, so I'm in one every time I go out. It's, it's funny, cause, yeah, because like it wasn't even a bachelor party. Like four of my friends went, and two of them weren't even at my wedding party. We were like, let's just go hang out before I get married, and we did that. And I was like, it's a good How time. many of these people thought they were going to be only one wearing the same color shirt yeah, with the, the embroidered thing on the front? And I was like, y'all all look exactly the same. Like honestly, every time I'm involved in something like that, I'm always like, oh man, we gotta buy the shirts, we gotta do this. It is the best time of my life. It is like I everything I thought or judged beforehand out the window. I'm like, I love this hat and this tank top, and I have the time of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. I got two more things and we'll get y'all out of here. Um right. last thing I want to talk about is talk a little bit about I know I don't want I don't want to get into the vaccination thing, I don't want to get all that, but like just maneuvering COVID this year has been kind of crazy because it start I feel like season started and it was like, Oh, we're you know, we're gonna be good and then it's just been a whole lot of mess since that with you know, vaccinations and fines and all that, like I don't want to get into all, you know, all of that, but just how tough is it to kind of maneuver something like that to, to, you know, put yourself in the right position to feel like you're doing what's best for the team, but also, you know, having a personal choice in some of this stuff, it's got to be a tough thing to kind of, you know, explore as an NFL player. It's tough, man. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's tough. Like I'm like, I decided to get vaccinated and I think right. that's just based on that seems like the best thing to do to help your team to win, man. Honestly, absolutely. like you don't want to just, you just you just don't want to leave it up to risk. You kind of all our coaching staffs vaccinated. You just don't want it to like come to that where you know not getting a vaccination will like hurt your team. You right. know what I mean? I know I don't feel as strongly like about it as a lot of people do. Um, and I just I came here to win football games, not to be like on the COVID list or like seeing half our team on there and that type right. of thing. So I just felt like it was the best decision for me and. Um, yeah, it's tough. You honestly, like, really feel for, like, the decision makers and front office guys who are, like, it's everything's so fluid and ever-changing. It's, like, you just, like, hope everything works out, you know, during COVID. <laughs> like, we're going to be able to get our best team on the field. Um, 
when we can. So I felt like it was in my best interest. And I know like most of the league is headed towards that direction. And our team has pretty good stats, like as far as guys doing that. Right. Um, but it's still tough, man. You kind of just like have to just take the leap of faith right. and just right. like hope, hope things work out, man. Right. So um, it's been tough. It's been better than last year having fans and stuff in the building. Absolutely. Like it's so much better that way, but you know, the risks are obviously still there and, you know, you kind of just like take it week by week and hope we have like our dogs there when we're ready to go to right. go to battle every Sunday. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Can't, couldn't agree more with kind of what you said. I think Jerry had a really good quote on the radio the other day that I thought I kind that, of, yeah. yeah, I can't remember what it was word for word, but like what he said, I was like, that just should make sense to just, to, you know, most people. But um, last thing I got, and I think Cole's got one more thing is when are the Wahoos turning it around? Um, you know, you, you spent you spent your college career at UVA right down the street from me. Um, I'm not a I'm not a UVA fan, but that's like the closest school that that, that to me. And like I I do NFL draft coverage, so I try to leave the biased out of it. So I right. don't like really call myself a fan of any college program, but I follow them probably the most. What, what what's up with when are we when are we when are we getting this thing going? I don't know, man. I think like. I know with, like, the hiring of Bronco and stuff, we're headed in the right direction. When I was there, man, we were not good. Like, <laughs> we we made one bowl. We got to the Chick-fil-A bowl somehow my second year. I was, like, a redshirt, like, sophomore redshirt freshman. We go to this Chick-fil-A bowl and get, like, obliterated by Auburn. I don't know. Like, I don't know if they. I think they had like Cam Newton still. Like we just got absolutely obliterated. That was like our only like taste of glory. Is like getting free Chick Fil A that that week. Yeah, Brett won't even play with me. I honestly don't even he enjoy Chick Fil A anymore because of that weekend. One week <laughs> We had like the hospitality season. That's so incredible. much Chick Fil A. Like you're just crushing Chick Fil A all day. That's but. It. I, if I played college football, I would want to play in Chick Fil A bowl for that reason. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm probably your opinion, probably the best bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, we're trending in the right direction. We were like good that one year. The other years, we're like one, would win like three games, maybe. You know what I mean? And so hiring like Bronco, it seems like they're at least doing well. Like kind of, like, have been ranked at times, like, you know, in the lower, like, half, obviously, but they're getting there. I think, like, the biggest thorn in my side is just losing to Virginia Tech constantly. Um, I Like, that's what I think, like, most of us just not want to see ahead of, like, making bowl games and any of this stuff. It's just, like, beating Virginia Tech, so... I think Broncos done a good job, and I think we're heading in the right direction. But obviously, like a lot of us are impatient about that uh, that rivalry for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cole, you got one more thing? We'll get him out of here. Yeah, just one quick question. Um, well, first, yeah, I have a friend on Virginia, so I'll definitely be cheering for the Cavaliers <laughs> this year. Hopefully, y'all do to turn around. Um, but yeah, uh, what kind of? I guess I was just in the show off. Um, you played some like with some really good players uh, in Baltimore, uh, in Chicago, Khalil Mack, to name one of many. Um, there's a talented roster here in Dallas. So what what has it been like uh, playing around that c- kind of talent? And uh, I guess what is the talent on this roster looking like compared to the teams that you've been around? This team is probably like the most talented roster I've been on head to toe. I think like it's one of the youngest, so it makes it like a little more like unpredictable because obviously like 
I was on the number one defense in Baltimore, like, 2018, and we were, like, absolutely stacked. I think we have more talent this year for sure. It's just, like, we're young, and I think we have the right coaching staff to guide these guys and, like, you know, take that next step and get them to playing, you know, really good football. So the talent has me, like, super excited. Um, But, yeah, I've obviously played with a lot of great players. I think, like, the one guy that sticks out is Terrell Suggs. Um, I sat next to him my like my whole five years in Baltimore and had a ton of injuries like early on and that kind of thing and just learning from that guy was like monumental to my career. Like I don't know if I'd still be around if it wasn't for like his just like soaking up like what he did on the day to day and that kind of thing and um just the knowledge he imparted on me has kind of helped my like growth as a leadership and trying to help like the young guys um this year kind of just get it going, man, because the talent we have is incredible and just excited to see like what these guys bring. Cause like just guys like Michael, Michael Parsons is just like, yeah. just, just, just like stupid, yeah. man. He can yeah. do absolutely anything yeah. on the football field. Yeah. Even, even a guy like Osa, man, like I he came him. in, he's such a natural rusher. Like he plays, he has such great leverage, plays a run really well. But Quinn Bohanna, to get him that low in the draft and to be such a solid, like, quick-moving big guy. Like, then there's so many good young players on this team that I'm excited about watching. It's it's just going to be fun, man. I'm super excited. Cool. I, I got to close it with one thing. It's not a question. Well, I guess it is kind of a question, but it'll be quick. <laughs> I, guess you guys, I know you guys got plans. But um, mm-hmm. so everybody on the show is a huge, you know, huge fan of yours, but a huge fan of Dak Prescott's. What's it like competing against him? You know, I know he didn't practice a lot, but you still are on the field with him. You see the way he kind of carries himself and competes. Talk a little bit about him just because it's such a hot topic, and then we, we will, I promise, get you out of here. <laughs> it's all good, man. Um, it's, man, Dak's just, like, one thing that just jumps out about it to me as far as, like, how Dak is a leader and that type of thing is just, like, he has, like, a lot of swag for a quarterback. And I think that goes a long way as far as, like, leadership goes right. and stuff. He's the guy you just want to rally behind. Um, he's not, like, pretentious or has a huge ego. Like, he's just a humble leader. You can tell he's hungry. He loves competing. Um, he's just, like, he just gets the guys going, man. He's It's just – it doesn't, like, feel phony with that. Right, right. You know, and that's, like, a huge part of coming from, like – you know, the the big quarterback and gets all that attention and that stuff. But I think it's, like, for a reason as far as, like, his compete level and his leadership level. Like, you just want to go to battle for him. So it's been a lot of fun, man. He talks he talks smack as a quarterback, which is cool. Like, we'll get, like, fired up in practice and that kind of thing. That's what you want to see from your quarterback, man. You want to, you want a dog in there. Um, and I think that's, that's what he is. So it's just – it's fun to just see him day to day as a leader and – um, just to see like where he's gonna bring this team. Yeah, Could Brent's do. like Brent's like very honest with me, right? Because he can be. I'm not gonna like. Let's go. Spill it. Spill it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like tweet all these terrible things that he's saying about all these players. So I'll, I'll always ask. You, you can DM them like, to me, and I'll tweet them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll always ask. I'll be like, so how is this player? Because I had no idea about Dallas beforehand. I right. was a football fan before Brent. I, you know, they always say you married the person, not the team. So you just move on. You know, you right. leave Chicago, yeah. like you don't look back. And so when we got here, I didn't know anybody. I didn't know. I, I honestly had never, I didn't even know Dak was in the year he was in. So there was like one of the first practices where we were all back here and he came home and I was like, so like, how is Dak? Like, is like, how, how, how is he really? 
And Brent was just like, no, he's so good. And like, Brent does not like, he, he's just, he was so confident right. that I was like, yeah. holy crap, let's go. Like, I was already, <laughs> season, he was just like, he's so, he's so good. Like, that's all he said to me. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I've been saying that for like, fired up. I've been saying that for like five years. And I know you've yeah. dealt with Cowboys Twitter, which seems like in a positive way. Yeah, oh, no. I've been warned. Actually, I've been warned. Okay, yeah, yeah. Those guys, whoo! It can be, it can be rough out there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So, we appreciate you guys coming on so much. I know I took you a little yeah. over than what I told you I would, but uh, oh, thank yeah. you all so much. We were, uh, we were excited. Like I said, when you signed, excited to kind of see you know you throughout the training camp, preseason, obviously, and then uh, obviously when Kate uh, had the, the blow up on Cowboys Twitter, we had to had to bring you guys on and, and, and talk. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, we're excited for the season. I know you guys are as well, and um, we'd love to maybe have you back on. I, I know the season's busy, but maybe on a bye week or something, have you back on and discuss some more stuff if you guys are free. But uh, thank you guys so much, and we'll uh, yeah. we'll talk to you guys again soon, hopefully. Cool. Right. Awesome. Yeah, I'm down, man. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, Appreciate good luck. Keep enjoying the food in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I said keep enjoying all the food in Dallas. Oh, well, man, no question. Nick, Nick and Sam's. Nick and Sam's. <laughs> I know. That's on the list. We'll go. We'll go. <laughs> cool. Hey, good luck this season, man. Uh, looking you know, looking forward to seeing you and, and staying healthy and all that. And uh, hopefully this defense can turn it around. I think you'll be a big part of it uh, when they do. So we'll see you all hopefully later. And good luck this year. Cool. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right.